What's up? We're back. You're listening to What's Eating You. I'm Brian Yang. And I'm Ariel Yeti. Follow us <laughs> at Brian L. Yang on Instagram, at Brian Yang on Twitter. You can follow me at Ariel underscore comedy on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, as always, we're presented by Listening Party Recording Inside Canal Street Radio. Follow the crew at Listening Party Presents at Canal Street Market. We're back. Ariel, oh just like me last week, returning straight to the pod from the airport. Wow. I know I got like an hour of sleep. Okay. My flight got delayed for seven hours. The weather has been rough in the Midwest. It was the weather was fine. It oh. was just uh, United Airlines wanting to display their power over me. I hate United, by the yeah, way. Yeah, uh, same. Uh, United, you can uh, suck my dick unless you want to send me something for free and, and unsuck it. I think it goes JetBlue, number one for me. Okay. Okay. Domestic Airlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American. Okay. Uh, Southwest. I will give yeah, third. Yeah. You know what? Southwest is being good to me. Yeah, they're all right. The, yeah. the only problem is because of my anxiety. I hate the open seating system that mm, they have. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, if I'm traveling with my wife, you don't know if you're going to be able to sit next to the person you want to yeah. sit ne- next to. Good luck. But other than that, they they are pretty good yeah. and they're cheap. Yeah. Which and I then love. it's a steep, steep hill. <laughs> it's a steep drop off after the top three. It's just basically just like you're basically on a Greyhound that yeah, can fly. It's and just United and Spirit. United <laughs> Spirit. Frontier Alaska. is trash. Yeah. yeah. Alaska yeah. is trash. All garbage. All garbage. Yeah, they they played me yesterday. I We got on the plane. We taxied for a while and they're like, you know what? Get off. <laughs> Blue balls. Which is worse. Which is worse than being like, we delayed your flight. Yeah. Getting us on there and like all the people and putting their suitcases up. You know how angry people are. It was just real terrible. Definitely. Very bad. It's like you're, yeah. you're about to have sex and then the dude falls asleep. Yes. And you're like, yo, Been what's there. up? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked me. Sometimes we're just tired, honestly. my wife, I, I've done it once. And my wife got very mad, but I was legitimately, it was like, I was tired. It was, it's not no, like, uh, we're, mean, not, we're not, we're not, we're not into up. it. <laughs> I'm trying to have sex with you. Wake the fuck up. That is such a, it is a thing where that's how, you know, you're too comfortable as a couple Yeah. because early on you're like, Oh, I can't wait to fuck. And yeah. then, you know, a couple of years in, you're like, I'm going to fall asleep to a hand job now. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's really fucked up. Recently, some dude that I'm talking to um, was supposed to pick me up from somewhere and he fell asleep and it feels the same way like don't <laughs> fall asleep do you actually like me what's happening with us here it's all bad on behalf of all men we apologize yeah, yeah you should apologize to me so Ariel, what's eating you this week i think we have a lot to talk about it's oh, only us this week we don't have a guest so what's eating you this week i mean there's a lot of things well that's first say and it foremost, all we have an hour foremost, to say whatever yeah, we want that's, that was the first thing eating me uh <laughs> fuck united and i tweeted at them and they're like oh sorry I'm like what can you give me stuff they're like uh we're gonna see how it all pans out like no i want stuff now I've so they, they gave you nothing they gave me nothing Trash. i think that some people got food vouchers but i like walked away because i'm not gonna sit like i needed to move my legs because i was sitting there for seven hours um so fuck united but you know i'm probably gonna fly with them again because they're like the only airline that goes to where i need them to go that's direct. the thing yeah yeah so they really got me by the balls JetBlue is great but they only go direct to california really they yeah. don't really go anywhere else yeah i've only taken JetBlue and southwest like once or twice each and i'm like this is nice i would do right. this more often if i could but they don't go everywhere no is the problem and then united and frontier are like hey yo we're trash we'll take you anywhere yeah. Yeah. but we're gonna treat you like garbage the whole time yeah 
Spirit 2. They're like, we'll take you there. We're just going to drive there. Here's <laughs> the thing with Spirit 2. The plane ticket is a dollar. Yeah. And then if you want to bring it back, oh, that's $6,000. Yes. yes, true. Well, Do you want to bring stuff? That's a th- that's another thing eating me is that United also fooled me because there's economy and now there's basic economy, which what is what fuck? which is what Spirit does. They're like, oh, you want to bring a bag, bitch? Did you want to bring things on your trip? <laughs> no. <laughs> so they make you check the bag and that's like $50. Yeah. Each way. Sometimes it's like, I'll just buy new clothes when I land. Right. I thought about doing that, <laughs> honestly, because this is bullshit. I am, I'm mad about that. Let's see. Um, okay, so I I have a what's eating, like an eating me uh, related to the plane still. So somehow they got all the people, generally all the people from the first flight back onto the second flight, um, which was seven hours later. And... In the first flight, I had taken a heavy dosage of edible, and I timed it just so, so that I would fall the fuck asleep, and I would time travel back to Newark, New Jersey. It was going to be like nothing ever happened. It was going to be amazing. Um, And then they had us on the plane. So I'm sitting next to who I'm sitting next to. There's, There's a white guy next to me on the right, and then a white girl next to me on the left. And I'm like, cool. So I'm uh, doing like the the dope fiend kind of sleeping where I'm just like, my head is bopping back and forth. Just reinforcing all the stereotypes yeah. that these people feel about us. Yes. Thank you, Ariel. I was the only the third black person on the plane. So they were like, oh, she's definitely hopped up on dope. She never flown before. Yeah. <laughs> this is baby's first. No, I had a neck pillow. They knew what I knew what I was about. And so um, I didn't talk to these people. I didn't even look them in the eye. I was like, I'm dead. So we taxied for like an hour. I slept and I woke up thinking like, oh, we done. (laughs) We weren't. So they made us get off the plane. Seven hours later, I'm sitting with the same dude on my right, but no one on my left. That girl got a different flight. Okay. So I got to spread out. But dude on my right and I start talking and it becomes like a meet cute, Brian. It's so cute. He happens to live down the street from my house. In Jersey? In Jersey. What's like, up? Like, what are the odds? I know usually people fly into Newark, but they live in New York. Right, right, right. No, he lives right by my house. But, you know, another thing United does is they put all the Jersey people in one row. That is Because they don't want us, they don't want to get us New Yorkers <laughs> contaminated by you guys. That's 100% <laughs> true. I know that, and I feel that, and it hurts. I can see it happening. Thank you, United. <laughs> United giving, giving us away, segregating us from the rest. I feel that. Uh, everything was cool. We started talking about TV, and he apparently used to work on Thirty Rock, and oh, he... that's tied to my "What's Eating You." Oh God! Okay, <laughs> oh, I think I know what this is gonna be. Um, Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> he's also like Cuban, so we started oh! rela- like we related on so many different levels, and so then it started getting like cool. Like I like talking to you, and this is nice, but also I want to take a nap. It's now it's like two in the morning by the time we're flying. Oh shit! Yeah, everything was bad. Ariel looks very tired, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, I look worse than i've ever looked before because usually i try to put on makeup for this because we are in a fishbowl and people can see in here but i'm like you're gonna get what you get they get what they get today they get what they get anyways so this guy i'm thinking he's cool but as we progress i'm realizing like oh he's in love wait he's like he, wow you cast a spell on him yeah <laughs> a, oh, bru- no. a brujeria spell oh. on this man in the air and he's like you know, sometimes fate brings people together. Oh, no. And I'm like, it's three in the morning, dude. I'm just really trying He's to... like, mi amor. Yes. <laughs> mi amorcito. <laughs> um, <laughs> me encanto. Tú. And he's like, tell me to stop talking if you want me to... And I was like, I do. I want to take a nap. 
and listen to some music. Please stop talking. Yo, you would have fell in love with him more if he let you sleep. Right. Sometimes this is the thing guys don't understand. <sighs> if you put a little distance a little longing yes the girl will appreciate that sometimes especially yes. early on there needs to be a little mystery this was an hour one brian yeah he was not leaving and anything to the imagination like, here's my life story yeah he's so many pictures of his family oh no yeah see th- was, let's keep that a little under wraps uh, so i had already agreed to split an uber with him since we lived so close together like it would it would just work out that way so I had to spend more time with this person. And like in the more time that I spent, he basically said, and this is my what's eating you's mm-hmm. nugget here. He was like, I just love your hair. I think your hair oh, is amazing. Okay. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Now it's it's 345 in the morning. And I you didn't know while you were asleep, he already went to Neil Lane and yeah. picked out a ring. <laughs> it was like a bachelor in paradise situation. It was. He pulled out a hair follicle of mine and he's also going to make a voodoo doll. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's like, I just, yeah, I just love your hair. Like, I just have like a history with people with your hair. Basically trying to say, in so many words, I date black girls. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because he's that, like a white passing he's a Cuban? White, yeah, he's very white. Okay. Because he's a Cuban and Italian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, so yeah. that's like Greg Giraldo. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's Cuban sure, Italian, yeah. dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they just look like white guys. Yeah, just a okay. white guy. But I like that. I like that he was like, yo, I'm down. What's up, sister? Yeah, What's up, my sister? <laughs> What's up, my queen? I'm surprised he didn't text me this morning and be like, queen. He's shit. All like, it's a lot like Malcolm X said. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what happened. And I'm like, it's 4 a.m., dude. Yeah. Don't do this. This happens a lot. So that was, that's my what eat, what's eating you. It's like white guys want to let me know, like, mm-hmm. I'm down with the system. You're human to yeah. me. That happens <laughs> to Asian dudes, too. Yeah, true. It's true, like, true. I, you know, I actually like Asian guys. It's like, oh, oh. thank you so much for your charity. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Can I please have some more, sir? <laughs> um, fuck that. Oh, he also wrote me a poem. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> red flags. Oh, my God. This started so off so good for this guy. <laughs> and he somehow oh. struck out five times which is not even a legal <laughs> amount of times going and i'm like dude oh enough. oh, oh. he's and gonna show up thing. to your house with the boom box yeah now he knows where i live don't you forget about me i forgot about all of this because i thought i nightmared it but it really did happen um so since he lives close enough that he could have walked but i felt like we already like split the uber aka like he paid and i was like i'll drop you off at your house because i have to move my car anyway so I drove him to his house and then I gave him a hug and he's like, oh man, I thought I was going to get like a little smooch or something. Oh no. Yeah. He said like, smooch? He said smooch! What does he do for a living? He's a nightmare person. He's a teacher. Oh, I knew it! <laughs> you know? I was about to say, is he a teacher? Because smooch is like some teacher ass <laughs> shit to say, bro. Oh my God, I'm so happy right now. Fuck, I wish I was like, is he a teacher? That is like some corny ass. And I was like, no, dude, you're not. <laughs> Chill out. And I, and I drove back home. <sighs> He's like, why don't you come by my office hours <laughs> and give Papa a little smooch? <laughs> I feel woo, so gross woo, right woo, now. Woo. My skin is crawling. Oh, I hate it. bro, it started out so good for you. It did. He could have just kept his mouth shut. And a lot like United, he went <laughs> off a huge <laughs> he, cliff. He did. Oh. Ugh. 
So that's my what's eating you mainly is. Damn. I mean, all the things that he did. But the main one was a thing that happens often, which is I'm down with the sisters. Mm -hmm. I'm used to hair like yours. I know you wrap it up at night. (laughs) I know what y'all do. I know the routine. I can oil your scalp. I I don't mind your hair (laughs) touching my face in bed (laughs) while we sleep. It's so soft. Yeah, that's my what's eating you. It's a lot like my Labradoodle. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same consistency. Here's a photo. Have you ever met Spot? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's rough. Uh, But that's cool. I mean, I've never uh, heard of anyone meeting a person on the plane in real life. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Because this is what they're like in real life. This is what happens. I think what hurt him was the delay. Yeah. If you guys were (laughs) there in a shorter, he had too much time. Yeah. It's like when a comic only has five minutes. Right. And then someone's like, oh, we need you to do 15. And the first 15, the first five are killer. Yeah. And then you can tell this is a new comic who doesn't have 15. Right. And the fifth, the first five is like, oh, shit, is this the next Chappelle? And then they go into (laughs) minute six and you're like, oh, no, this dude has no idea what he's doing. (laughs) So all I got to say is, bro, get your time up. Uh, Don't say smooch. You got (laughs) you have teacher brain, which is a problem. Yeah. Don't talk to people like they're your students. (laughs) No one's gonna give you a smooch at 4 a.m. He's like, Ariel, can you show me on this doll where (laughs) you would like to touch me? I know. That's what it felt like. I feel very um, disgusted right now. Oh, so close. So close. (sighs) And he lives right by you, too. He lives right by me. He knows where I live. He probably owns his own home. He does have a home. Yeah. He's older than me. There There were perks, and then he ruined it. Right. Yeah. He's got tenure, he's got the summers off to travel. Well, you already know what this means. We getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's time to settle. It's not. <laughs> you find yourself a white man who tolerates the blacks. It is time to he settle. Tolerate in 2019. Oh my goodness! I can't wait to meet his parents. <laughs> so, Brian, what's eating you? What's eating me? Two things this week. All right, I saw this article, so I follow this account on Instagram called Los Angeles. It's really dope. It's okay. like all people from laos who are living in la it kind of met a few of them when i was in la it was very cool they're like artists and comedians and actors and they just kind of like hype asian people from that part of the world up if you're from laos Hmong, laotian thai whatever they hype up the food they hype up the culture they hype up like i put up a few pictures of shows i've been on and they reposted them just be like yo look at this um mong dude like killing it whatever it's really cool they put up this article today from the new york times and the headline is this. I'm going to pull it up. And they were basically saying, like, this is cool and they like it. But I don't know if I like it. Okay. Representation is dope. But sometimes it feels like you said about the hair. And, yeah. like, I'm down with black girls. This is what it felt like to me. This is oh. from the L.A. Times um, food section. Laotian food is fresh, funky, and highly oh. underrated. Get your fix at these four popular places. And it's like, why do you have to categorize our food as funky? <laughs> like, yeah. here's another thing. My cousins live in L.A. I've been going to L.A. my whole life. I'm from Northern California, so I've been there many times. Like, Laotian food isn't, like, this new thing. Like, we've yeah. always been here. This is clearly a white dude who just found about laotian food last week it also sounds like he just learned the word funky yes so. <laughs> yo you know remember do you remember christopher columbus when he landed in america he's like yo look at this brand new country i yeah. found it's like no bro there's been people living here yeah, for millions here. of years yeah um so yeah this guy basically went 
into uh, a part of LA he's never been to and it's like whoa this shit is funky and fresh and dope my guy <laughs> um so i obviously i love that those restaurants are getting love and getting press but it just feels a little patronizing to me now how would you feel if you found out that the person who wrote this is actually from Laos uh, i don't think they are but how would you feel <laughs> i would feel a little weird but i know the name is like kelly's whatever oh the fuck, it's so, kelly um <laughs> it's always a it's kelly. always a kelly um let me I look up no no one would say funky fresh who wrote this fucking article lucas peterson so mm. i'm gonna take a roll of the dice yeah. <laughs> i've never met an asian dude with the last name peterson, peterson. so i'm gonna go ahead and say safe bet Ooh. uh yt <laughs> yeah a yt um, so this is the thing man like we kind of get this treatment of like my whole life this food is weird it stinks and then this dude la times uh basically gets to validates it. and christen it because he's white and now we're okay yeah it's the cosine and this food has been delicious and this is the funniest thing the picture if you guys just uh google La laotian food funky on google and this article will come up and the headline is laotian food is fresh funky and highly underrated and then the picture is literally of sausage yeah. which is like uh, every Basic. culture yeah. has sausage. We it's all have like, sausage. whoa, look at this funky sausage. But the way they played it is different. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, oh it's sausage, God. bro. It's, it's delicious. Sausage. I mean, I'm not, I'm not discounting my people's food. I'm just saying to call sausage fresh and funky is like, uh, we were here the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing it. Yeah, they could have chosen any other. What's a what's a good Laotian meal? I think so. What are the people eating? We're we're eating lop. You know lop. No, it's the um uh it's a meat salad basically okay um it's like usually chicken or beef sometimes it's raw you can also do it cooked but i really like chicken lop with sticky rice mm. i mean we'll have to get like ocean food sometimes yeah, yeah it's yeah. really really good if you love thai food it's similar but it has its own, we don't have as much curry um, but it's really good. I mean, the only way to describe it is fresh and funky. <laughs> okay, that's fair. See, well then, are you really mad about this? No, article? I'm mad. I'm, so just, I'm joking. Like dude, a papaya salad. Have you right. ever had? Yes, I have yeah, had so that. It's yep. a lot of fish sauce. Mm. Um, it's really strong, spicy, delicious flavor. And we love pork. Yeah. That's why I connect so much with Latin people and black people because yeah, so what much. unites us all is the, our pork. love of pork. That's man. true. Yeah. That's, it's a beautiful thing. And we, uh, I mean, the similar thing that black people latin people and southeast asians do is that we cook the whole hog yeah and you eat the whole thing yeah that we do Head like to pig toe. roast yep yeah, pig yeah, roast yeah. yep do that in the summer and it's that's the coolest thing is when you um meet someone from another culture and they cook food in a similar way yeah and you're like, like we do that yeah, and we, we call that. it the same thing right and it's basically because that's like immigrant that's poor people food right yeah. you have to eat the whole thing yeah. and you have to make the most of it and you have to make it really delicious because this is like the biggest meal you're going to have of the year. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's super dope when you um, identify with different cultures and you bond over that stuff. So this is like clearly <laughs> a white guy who's like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? But I'm it's eating. like we've been here the whole time. Um, I guess it's cool. I I'm happy for the restaurants to get the recognition, but I would say the wording needs work. Yeah, I, I think that the guy who does the gossip headlines should help this person out. Just be like, yo, th this food has been overlooked for years. Check it out. Like, that would be a dope headline to me. I think that... Funky is the word funky that bothers is, is really me. the word that, that 
really throws it off. Um, look, a boss of headline that I read today that is changing my life, and I have to tell you about it. Is uh, did you know you know Skepta? Yeah, <laughs> he's and dating Adele. Adele. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are like it's weirdly um, uh, because he's black. Like the headlines have been weirdly almost like um, they're kind of fetishizing him. Yeah, I feel like that's true, but. This boss of headline okay. does a little bit of everything for okay. everyone. Okay. And I'm going to read okay. it in my best English accent. <laughs> Swirling in the deep, isn't it? Adele allegedly getting her mezzo-soprano cake smashed to smithereens by Skepta. Twitter is a bloody mess, bruv. <laughs> what? And who did this? It just says boss of uh, staff. Uh-huh. And I want to just give the person their the specific dude. Yeah, person? I want to know who did this because it's perfect. And I want the person who got the Funky Fresh headline to change their lives around and really start reading Bossip. <laughs> read Bossip. Read Bossip. That's, That's fun. It. See, that was actually fun. It's fun. I had a good time. Yeah. It, I really went on a journey. <laughs> you did. And it was a visual. She was getting it a was. cake smashed yeah. to smithereens, bro. I mean, I could really picture them fucking and yeah. it was hot. <laughs> who is Skepta? I don't, am I supposed to know yeah, him? Yeah, he's a rapper. I think he was on Drake's last okay. like whenever there was an english person talking on drake's album it that wasn't Skepta? it wasn't drake it was Skepta. oh yeah. but drake can do accents he does he does accent things oh no oh no we'll delete that part well it's right Nobody that was drake that wasn't yeah. me drake drake hopped in real quick guys that was drake that was aubrey dude thank you for dropping thank in you, no problem in things whoa all right dude get out of here you're getting you're getting oh, swarmed man, by all the fans shut down this is the last day of the pod I'm so sorry. Is he is Drake Jamaican? Is he Drake is, is Canadian? Is that okay for him to be doing? There's a lot of Jamaicans in Canada. In Canadian, <laughs> there are a lot of Jamaicans in Canada, um, <laughs> and he's also Jewish. He's doing a lot of things. He's doing a lot. Um, what were we gonna call the 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 title of this episode? Oh, it was like we're just beautiful idiots or something. Let's see here. We're sure. so stupid that we forgot and we were laughing. Yeah, uh, yeah, we are just beautiful <laughs> idiots. Because <laughs> Ariel's brain is fried. Yeah. Um, I'm very depressed. Oh, and we're you're depressed. Oh yeah, here's my second one's eating okay, you. Okay, I think okay. I can talk about it now. I don't, okay. I'm not gonna say anything bad. All right. Um, but it just sucks because you know we're in showbiz. Mm-hmm. We're getting looks. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so two weeks ago, light flex, but turning into uh, nothing, no <laughs> flex. So light flex into arms getting chopped off yeah, yeah. and being unable uh, to no flex. flex two, two weeks ago, I had a meeting with Tina Fey and Robert Carlock, who created 30 Rock. Yeah, no so deal. that's why when Ariel brought up 30 Rock, I had a visceral reaction. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he started sweating immediately. Um, this was new sweat on top of the old sweat. So they read my pilot. They liked it. We talked for an hour. It was dope. I'm like, this is life-changing shit. I texted Ariel. I was on cloud nine. I, I was freaking out. We were like, this is it. The pod's going to be huge. We're going to take off. And, and um, I'm very. going to ride those coattails. Oh, dude. Till the come very on. end. That's it. Yeah. That's what you're going to do, man. Like, if I get something, if you get something, we're taking the pod. We're taking yep. the homies with That's us. That's right. Um, so it was, it was incredible. I, it, it's still surreal that they wanted to meet me and, um, talk about just me and my experience as a comedian. That was great. And also straight up, Tina and Robert could not be cooler. Tina Fey is exactly how you would imagine. Funny, smart, warm, nice, like the whole thing. She, she immediately makes you feel comfortable because right. I think she knows like this is the most 
nerve wracking interview you've had in your life. Right. You know, um, and usually when you get these things, you do not meet with the people at the top, 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 top. You right. meet like a associate producer who yes. kind of vets you. Mm-hmm. So when NBC told me that, hey, you're going to meet with the people behind this new show. I was like, oh, I'll. I'll meet with like someone who doesn't matter and I probably won't get it. But once I got to there, I was like, oh, I'm getting this job. So they wanted me to meet for a potential staff writing position on a new show. They liked my pilot. And so I interviewed. It went great. I, I called my wife and then I texted Ariel and then um, I'm like all happy. And then a week later, I get back from Arizona doing some shows and uh, <laughs> then this is when the associate producer <laughs> contacts was you. like uh, we can't be bothered yeah <laughs> they were like uh thanks for meeting them they usually don't meet a lot of people but unfortunately we're gonna go in a different direction and it, the craziest thing was luckily my contact at nbc texted me earlier that i wasn't getting the job oh. so it lessened the blow okay i got the call though so i already knew what the call was gonna be mm. like 10 minutes before I was about to go on stage to open for Ronnie Chang. <laughs> oh my Stand god! Of New York. Yeah. So if I had just gotten that call cold, yeah. Number one, getting the call, you think they're offering you the job, so right. I would be like, "Oh shit, I'm getting the job," and then they're right. like, "No," and then I had to do stand up. Yeah. So luckily, my contact at NBC had put me up on the news earlier and was like, "You're not getting the job," and then they called me. Right. It's weird. They called me mad late at like eight thirty. Yeah. So I what? mean. Showbiz never sleeps. I guess so. And that's yeah. something you would understand if you were in showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, sleep, my son. Um, so I was about to go on stage. I got a call and I'm like, oh shit, I got to run out real quick. They're, they don't, you know, like we're not, um, you know, it's not going to be a right fit this time. And then I had to go and do my set, which was kind of cool because I was able to still have a good set after yeah. a r- rough call. So it was, so what's eating me is just um i know showbiz is like it's fun it's not a real job but like just to get that close this is the closest i've ever gotten to something big like this and i think it hurts way more i think i've been telling people that it almost would have been better to not even get the meeting Mm. because then i would have even known that it was a possibility it is a possibility but you should know that, that that's this is the trajectory of your career yeah, you it know? just sucks ass right now. You have to fail. Some things fall apart, so other things can fall <laughs> together, Brian. I just came back from Colorado. I'm different. You are, yo, Ariel texted me job less last night. I was like, she is. I, I'm very liberal, and I don't think you can be addicted to marijuana, but I think Ariel is addicted to marijuana. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I was like, job less. I've never gotten this text from Ariel before. Jesus. The weed is uh, it's different in coursing through her veins. <laughs> I'm a weed superhero. <laughs> but no, look, you know, what did you expect? They're racist. <laughs> no, no, they're the best. This no, is the we thing. love NBC. Oh my this God, is the, cr- this is the craziest thing. Tina obviously is a famous person. So yeah. I'm talking about her more. But Robert Carlock, her writing partner and a creative partner, he also noted, really no, another noted racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's also the best. They were both great. No, I, I'm just and the meeting could not have been better. Um, it could have. I mean, I could have gotten the <laughs> job. Could have gotten the job. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the other cool thing is, I, I had a friend who was also he had actually just interviewed right before me. Okay. And did so, he get it? No, he didn't okay. either. So it was it was kind of cool to have like someone going through the same thing. It would have been hard, uh, I think, just doing it alone. Um, but you know, it was cool. My wife and my mother-in-law were both like, look how far you've come in a year. Take a step back. It sucks yeah. right now. But I've had like some cool stuff happen. But, you know, it just sucks. That's what's eating me. It just sucks. It just yeah. sucks to get so close 
and be like, oh, sh-. I was already counting the money, Ariel. I was I, already I on. Know. I, know. I was already on the WGA website. Being like, Writers make four thousand dollars a week. Yeah. That's fucking wild, Crushing man. It. And um, the problem is, I think I'm just not talented. <laughs> um, no, that's not it okay. at all. You just don't have that genesis quoi. That's all. <laughs> You're missing that special something. <laughs> Let me get in the booth and <laughs> watch who gets the job. I'll just have you be my ghostwriter. <laughs> that's ghost what. That's writer. all. That's that's all I want. <laughs> that's all I want. You're I will say recognized. this. This is what's cool. I am unwrapped. No agent. No manager. I went in there, a lone wolf. Yeah. On the back of my pilot, on the back yeah. of my jokes, and you know what? That's pretty cool. You should be very proud of that. No um, jokes. Like you should be very, very proud of yourself. And thanks, these Ariel. things are going to happen. You're going to go on a million interviews, and you're not going to get any of them. But then there's going to be that one that you fucking get. <gasps> Bradley Cooper. Yeah, you can be Bradley Cooper. Tell in the next me film. something, boy. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a hundred. <laughs> Yeah. Please come on the pod. Please come on the pod. Talk and comfort food. me. Do you eat food? I don't even know. She does. She does. Her her best friend growing up is her chef, and she just I think two years ago opened a restaurant in Astoria. That's weird. Yeah. My best friend growing up is my chef. Yeah. That's kind of weird. It's a little. I mean, but if it's your homie, and she yeah. she let she opened a restaurant with her. All right. That's fine. That's pretty dope. As long as she's helping her out. Yeah, she's helping her out. All right. And the girl's Asian, too. Oh, sick. Yeah. I still feel weird about it. <laughs> I still feel like this is my live-in maid. That feels weird. Yeah, it feels a little yeah, weird. Yeah, it feels off. Uh, I don't love it. I um, So, speaking of food and like friends in Colorado and stuff, uh, we'll go back to Colorado. Let's uh, go back. Let's go back. So, I now realize kind of an error of my own ways. Mm-hmm. So, all of my friends in Colorado are like, woke people. Like, very woke whites to the point where this is my next What's Eating You. <laughs> this is <laughs> all, all What's Eating You, What's Eating You pod. <laughs> to the point where they were insufferable. Like, I could not deal with all of the wokeness anymore. Because you're a... Because I am the thing. You're a black woman. I am the thing. I am yeah. a queer, black, Hispanic yeah. woman. A little Asian. So, right, a little bit Asian. A little and you're bit, like, guys... Can we just have a nice time? You know what's funny? I identify with that so hard. <laughs> yeah. Because my wife is this way. She gets very intense about things. And she's like, can you believe this happened? And then I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. It happens every day. And I'm tired. Uh, yeah. And I would like to just talk about food mm-hmm. or music. Can we just have a nice time without all of the oppression that I face on a daily basis? You talking about it? It hurts me. Yeah, the thing is, we we actually get confronted with it all the time. Yeah, and like I hear so many people under their breath say racist shit about Asian people, yeah. right? But it's happened for thirty one years, and sometimes you just tune it out. And it's not that I'm not compassionate or woke or a social justice warrior, but if I stopped every person that I heard saying some racist shit, my day would not end, right? Yeah. And then you get white people becoming woke within the last three years because of Trump, and it's like, guys, um, we've had to be doing this shit for 30 years. The whole time. So, can we, when we hang out, uh, just fucking talk about Skepta laying pipe yeah. on a dough. I would love to talk about Skepta laying pipe on a dough. I want to do more of my English accent. I want to do more dumb shit. But they're like, wanting to talk about abortion and wanting to talk about like socioeconomic i'm mean, like i just want to not for five minutes please if we could thank you you were in the mecca 
too. Denver, Colorado. And they're well-meaning. The mecca of white liberalism. Ugh, I was. And it's nice, but it's, it's almost... Mm, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. It feels almost performative. It feels uh, like I need you to know that I'm on your side. But I know you're on my side. It's cool, dude. Like, we can have a nice time, but you don't have to continuously bring this right. shit up. You're friends. We're friends. I That's know, why I'm I friends know, with you because you're, you're not a good terrorist. person. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. not a bad person. Right, right, right. No, I think, you know, sometimes it is performative, but I think sometimes it's so earnest that it's annoying. Yeah. Because they are trying super hard, but if you haven't had to live life through the lens that we've had to it's like so shocking right yeah. it's like there are two americas and they were living in one and a lot of these white people have just been like oh shit they peeked behind the curtain what the like, fuck what police happening? kill black people for no reason i thought that was just like a bit yeah that uh richard pryor and david Chappelle were doing like no where oh. do you think those jokes come from there's truth in that you know yeah. and they're just really becoming uh like man my wife was crying her fucking face off after she saw uh ava duvernay's netflix yeah, movie when, when, they, see when us. they see us yeah i never seen her cry harder right and then i was just like i just uh didn't watch it <laughs> like, yeah don't you don't need, need to. to right i don't need to. i've seen a lot of black people post on twitter like i'm not watching any more sad black movies because yeah. like you've lived it right why, why give myself more trauma and you already know like yes Black men and women are incarcerated at a much higher rate than white men and women, and it's very sad. And a lot of times, it's because the only reason is that they're black. Yeah. And so it's not a new lesson for us, but it is for white people. And I think they just have never had an outlet for it. And a lot of times, it's they can't talk to their parents about it because the parents are too old and past the point of being able to accept this new information. Right. Where we're just like inundated with it because we're living through it like i've had i've been pulled over because i'm asian and people say asians are bad drivers i've been you know we've been followed in stores because yeah. we're not white like so, so once you've lived through it it is like i don't okay. need to learn these lessons yeah. anymore because i know show them. me a video of someone getting killed like i know that happens mm -hmm. i don't need to see it um which leads me to my next point <laughs> So some of you know, I might have mentioned it in other episodes that I had cancer. So a lot of the people that I was visiting were my cancer friends, right. people that I met when I was sick. Um, they're all fine. Ariel's a hero. I'm a hero, blah, blah, blah. Cancer survivor and a podcaster. Yeah, wow. Who knew we could do both? Uh, Never heard of this before. <laughs> it's a new combination. <laughs> um, so the point that I'm trying to make, thing that I hate, is when people make cancer their identity. This is something Ooh, I will not speak on. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, though. Uh, it's a thing that happened to me, and it is, uh, it's, you know, a traumatic part of my life, and it, sure, it existed, and it's a part of me, but it's not everything I am. And I find that a lot of cancer people will be like, this is my whole identity. Mm -hmm. And you gotta. It's a thing that's happening to you. Yes, it is terrible. Yes, but you are so much more than a diagnosis. So please stop. My friends luckily are not like that. Okay. But I, one of my girlfriends there is still a part of like the cancer community and she still works with um, CancerCon and which is a convention for cancer adult, young adults with cancer. Mm -hmm. um, so People she still dress up like superheroes. Yes, uh, except they're bald. And so. <laughs> And so she's still. I'm allowed to make that joke. And yes. So she's still. I part. set up the joke. Just <laughs> to be clear, I did not do the punchline. I set up the joke, which is perfectly fine. 
and Ariel has co-signed it. That's true. Okay. That's true. Uh, we're gonna get some. I'm a cancer one. ally. My mom has cancer, by the way. Oh, so true, true, true. You are, you are an ally. I'm uh, very sad. But about I feel like cancer. your mom, like you, kind of get what I mean by this. But like your mom is probably not all day, every day, saying like, "Oh, what was me? I have cancer." She's probably like trying to be a normal person, just uh, hanging out. Well, the problem with my relationship with my oh, mom yeah, is that, that is we strange. didn't. We weren't talking for like 10 years and I reached out to her because she got cancer mm. and I didn't want to. It was like selfish on my part. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, like a movie, I was like, oh, I don't want her to die and right. just have bad feelings yeah. towards her. So um, the cancer has brought us closer again. Um, she doesn't really make it her identity most of the time but then sometimes she does which i think so i was gonna play devil's ad advocate with oh you God, okay. because you you are saying don't make cancer your identity yeah but is there any validity to people different people from you like processing grief in different ways and so there are some people and i know people who really do make illness their identity and it is um annoying but is are do you think there are some people who are like valid in doing it or is it just all annoying i think it's valid when so i have one friend who is a literal miracle person like so i don't think she would mind me saying this because it it, it leads to the rest of what i'm trying to say she was 14 and her mom got diagnosed with cancer her mom passes away and then she has to kind of take care of the family she then um at 18 i think no, sorry. Then when she was 15 or 16, she was involved in Columbine. What the yeah. fuck? Then when she was 18, she meets She was a victim, by the way. She was she not was one of the shooters. No, no, no. She was a victim. Clear. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a victim. <laughs> when you say involved uh, in Columbine. Yeah. Uh, my bad. Uh, whoops. And she was, she was there uh -huh. um, and all of that. So then when she was a little older, I want to say 18, 19, she meets a man. They get married. He goes to Afghanistan. He dies. Oh, my then God. Then she marries his... She's like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Like all of American keeps... history has yeah, happened to her. That's true. Um, then she ends up marrying his brother. Who um, was on the plane of 9-11. No, he <laughs> okay, wasn't. Okay. They're, they're fine. But like the moment, I think when they first got engaged or something, she got diagnosed with mm. a super Would rare cancer. Would you marry your husband, dead husband's brother? Yes. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We it's kind of hot, happy. I think. <laughs> it's kinda, sounds she would not hot, like this. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so sorry. I will not tell her to listen to this episode. So um, <laughs> she gets with him, and then like a month later, she gets diagnosed with a super rare cancer. They gave her like, you have like that particular cancer, you have a 3% chance of living oh, past man. five years or something. Um, And she's surpassed. She's still out here like alive and kicking. Wow. And she, for me is not obnoxious because she's also like a journalist and a writer and stuff. So she's writing a book about all of this, all of yeah, the things that happened sure. to her. Um, so for me, that doesn't feel annoying or performative. It feels like these are all the things that happened it's to her you. life. Yeah. And so it is, it does make for an interesting story. Um, and she's actually the one we talked about uh, how making like cancer your identity. She's like, I hate, I hate being online and promoting this book and doing all this stuff because it's just like, it feels gross to me and I don't know how to make it not, that way but it must be done in order she, to like she's like using it yeah in a way that feels like uh she shouldn't be i guess yeah right so but i don't think it's in a way that she shouldn't be i feel like she's doing it to raise awareness yeah. and all that and she's young it's just so much so much has happened to her that i think it's it does make for an interesting story right
So for me, that doesn't feel performative or weird. It's it's. I guess it's, is it like people who have like skin cancer where the survival rate is like ninety percent? Like, I had cancer. No, I had cancer. I am a survivor. <laughs> and literally, just went to a dermatologist and he just like cut it off and it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that like kind of yeah. some people are like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say what I want to say because yeah, but we'll infer. What? We'll infer. Yeah. I can uh, kind of feel you it. Can, maybe you can feel what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, um, Everyone yeah, close man. your eyes and feel what Feel Ariel. what I'm trying to say. I guess the people that like put it in their bio oh, as like, okay. Survivor. Oh, cancer, cancer survivor. Okay. Okay. Like, I got you. All right, dude. Is that, you. is that your whole mm-hmm. thing? You know? Um, or like, <laughs> the people that put in their bio like New York, LA, like the fucking plane. <laughs> like we get it. You've been on a plane three times. <laughs> That's that's what it feels like. To I me. got you. I got yeah. you. Okay, that that is annoying. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it is definitely something that's a part of you. Yeah. Um, and and it's like a very traumatic experience. But yeah, when you definitely when you put it in your Twitter bio, it feels like you're doing it for the likes for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think I did just change mine to that. By the way, <laughs> New York, LA, cancer. New York, LA, cancer. <laughs> Flying through all three. <laughs> Awful. Uh, yeah, that's that's my what's eating. Oh, me. let's um, transition. This is a great transition into uh, we had a segment called food homework and we oh, didn't bring yeah. it up in the last episode with Chanel, but we did some food homework. And what reminded me of it is because you were talking about um, sickness. We went to this broth place, which is clearly yeah. a scam. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. What a scam. Clearly a scam. Uh, only white people were going up to this. Bro- what a beautiful scam. <laughs> <laughs> they were selling broth as basically a health food item. Yeah. And it we went and got a sample. The the broth place is like five minutes away from where we record. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Brodo Broth here yep. in the um here in Soho. And it was not good. Not good. I'll tell you what. So like to give you Inexpensive. All of the, oh yeah, very expensive. Ten dollars for three for like ounces? A cup, like a Starbucks yeah. cup of broth. Who were you trying to fool? We the whole time we were drinking this broth, we were like, "You could make this at home," and I will. Yeah, and it'll be better and more flavorful. Uh-huh. So one, just so everyone's aware, it smells like dog food. So mm-hmm. that's first and foremost. And it reminded you of the hospital. You said yes. Oh man, I had flashbacks. That's a great yeah. segue. I did have flashbacks of being in the hospital, but I could not eat, so uh, uh, I couldn't eat, and I would have broth because it was just like giving me nutrients. <laughs> These fuckers in Soho are selling you people hospital broth. Hospital grade broth. It's, it's leftover from the hospital. Oh, it definitely gave me flashbacks. PTSD for sure. Then the so the only thing that I did have going for it, I don't know how they did this, but they made it feel very thick. It feels thick going down, which is gross to say, but it's true. But it kind of has to because it's kind of like they're selling it as a meal replacement. Right. Because it is not watery. It was it did feel like there was something substantial happening, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's smelled like dog food. So it's really like what is happening? And and we asked um, for their most popular flavor. Yeah. Which was just like the chicken broth. Yeah, it was garbage. And it didn't it was just tasted like broth. You can do add-ins, though, and we didn't do that because uh, it didn't was a sample. Add-ins. You could add, like, sure. parsley or another Caucasian I would like to add herb. in, uh, can I add in noodles yeah. and chicken? And chicken, and then it'll be real? <laughs> yeah. You bitch. Can I make this into a, a thing? Uh, and it's crazy. It's just a window. Yeah. It, they don't have a whole um, brick Maybe and mortar set up. No, it's there permanently. It's been there for a while. I've been wanting to just check it out, but now that we have this podcast, I'm like, we got to try this. We have to. Because these 
it's hot right now. It's it's like yeah. a, it's it's all the rage, and um, I don't know. We as minorities tried it, and sorry, white people, it feels like a scam. It's it a does. big big scam. But I will be going back. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, I'm not going I was back. Say. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's bad. Don't go there. There are many broth places though. That's a, it's a whole thing right it's now. It's a whole thing. Yeah, this is just one of them. Yeah. And uh, it broth has become like the new froyo. It feels oh, like. Oh yeah, yeah. But at least froyo can taste good. For sure. But it's like that health food. Like for, for a yeah. little while, froyo was sold to us as like it's healthy. Yeah. It's uh got active um ingredients in it that are good for your stomach <laughs> and then now broth is like look it's good here's the thing with broth it's always existed it's not yeah, new this is not anything broth new. is the base of all food and it's it's not even technically food it's the thing that you use to make food i feel like i just saw an article that said broth is funky fresh and out, <laughs> here, <laughs> and out here everyone should enjoy but i love also that people are going to be like it's a health food and you can lose weight off of it of course because you're not eating real calories eating you anything. fucking clown <laughs> it's like drinking water of course that's what you're doing this is what you're up to just <laughs> drinking broth I'm tired of the whites. I'm so tired. <laughs> whites. <laughs> whites. You're making us sleepy. <sighs> we sleepy whites. Oh my god. Um, let's talk, so don't eat the broth. Let's talk about white claw for a second. Okay. White let's claw. Talk about it. White claw is hot right now. Love white claw. It's basically that is my white thing. It's alcoholic sparkling water, right? Yeah, it's like it's like La Croix. It's like fancy for loco. Okay, La Croix. So the wedding you went to, I saw the pictures on Instagram. They were claws, baby. Was it like a white claw open bar, basically? Yeah, it was white claw and wine. Those were your options. Wow. Yeah, I went to a very Caucasian wedding, and it was uh great. You like it? Yeah, You're a fan. I had. Uh, well, I was more flexing for the internet because I really didn't drink all those white claws. I had mostly wine, but. But White Claw is like the thing you want to yeah, pose with. Yeah. Right. White Claw is the thing I wanted to pose with at this wedding. Right. Uh, it was very good. I had a good time. White Claw grapefruit flavor, delicious. So and it gets you fucked up. It matches the hype. Yes. It's good. It's good. They also have one from this company called Bon and Viv. It's very good. Because I, as you know, am fake keto. And so I'm trying to stay away from like sugar and carbs. Sure. And it doesn't have either of them. So oh, that's why. But it tastes sweet. But it tastes good. And it's alcoholic. And it's alcoholic. All right. So it's doing all the things. But you are off the keto wagon right now, my I'm friend. I'm morbidly obese, which is you also why Brian said I look like shit. I've gained I mean, well, 100 I, pounds. I, I, it just, I laughed as soon as I saw Ariel. Because we record inside. like It's a public space. <laughs> the studio's in this restaurant slash shopping mall. Yeah. And Ariel's wearing a shirt that says Lisboa. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's Lisbon in Portuguese. Okay. But I realized as I was walking here that people probably think it means lesbian. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, Ariel's out here. She ha- she went through it's a breakup a and she's all in. <laughs> um, and you're wearing um, yoga pants. I am. And Yeezy. You look like you got off the plane, honestly. <laughs> and had a traumatic experience I with did. a weird teacher. So I, I was just laughing so because it was understand. like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> I look just like you think I do. Yeah. Is the thing. You're dressed down. Yeah. Um, well, athleisure. Athleisure. I look very cool. Yeah. I look like I fit in at Canal Street Market. A hundred percent. Fuck you. But it's just funny because like you said, you usually are all super dressed up when yeah. we record. Yeah. And today you're very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I look great. Those teens think I look super fucking cool. All our teens checking you out? They were teens. They were okay, teens at the, up, uh, teens? the BTS counter over here. Yeah. There's a BTS store behind us. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know Canal Street Market is popping off. Popping. Um, 
So what White Claw is legit. I haven't had it. I never had it. Oh, you gotta try it. Okay. It's good. Right. It's good. Get fucked up. Go no. to a white event this weekend. And it'll be there? It'll probably be okay. there. <laughs> it'll just be there. <laughs> Where did it come from? It, I feel like it just dropped out of the blue. Well, it's basically Zima. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know what Zima is. It kind of came off the backs of Lacroix. It's, I feel it's like. a wine cooler, essentially. Okay. Because okay. um, there's alcohol, but not too much. If you have like two or three and you're sitting in the sun, you're going to get a little fucked up. Okay. Yeah. And it's cold. It's nice and cold. It's cold. It's like boat stuff. If you're a boat person, it's a yacht party yeah, it's drink. <laughs> yes. I got it. Are you wearing boat shoes? I get it. That's why white people love it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot now of sense. You understand? Where I I'm get from? it. Yep. Yeah. They got married like on a lake, so oh. it was like boat stuff. White people love getting they married. They love on a lake. like it was a park. Yeah, and a lake. Just real beautiful. Denver is beautiful though. Oh and my And this God. time of year, perfect. So stupid. It was amazing. I bet it was nice and cool. It was perfect, yeah. yeah. In the daytime, it was like 90 degrees, but there's no humidity, so it didn't feel And then oppressive. it cools off all the way to like yeah. 6 degrees at night. It was night. perfect yeah, at night. That's how it was sleep. in Arizona. It would be like 80 degrees during the day and then 50 at night. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's the desert. Yeah, it's perfect. This is how the desert works. I'm going to, at some point, quit comedy and move there. Because like, Dude, that's there's fine. nothing to do there, <laughs> like comedy-wise. If I could just live off the land and be fine. Did you check out the comedy scene there at all? No, I didn't really have time. I, had like four I heard it's pretty there. good. No, I heard it's good, yeah. too. But like, you don't move to Colorado. No. For they comedy. move here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, whatever. It's fine. One of these days. I know you want to see me out of the scene, people. So <laughs> No. So I'm gonna wait, move, where I'm is this coming from? It's okay. coming from? This is a very depressed internet. pod today. Yeah, sorry, guys. Whoa, uh, We're not doing good. I no, mean. Okay, sorry, sorry. What's the food news today? Food news. What's the food news? Food news. Oh, food news. We got segments. Um, I'll just keep singing until you find yeah, it. Keep. Food news. Doing that food news. He can't even find it. Did he even save it? I did. The Wi-Fi is fucking shoddy in this bitch. <laughs> That's the theme song. <laughs> it really explains what's going on here. <laughs> it's it's not a place where you come for the no, Wi-Fi. You come no. for the food. You come for the people. You come for the experience. Right. Not the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Here's our first story. Not a story. phone in sight. Uh, David Chang calls the ethnic food aisle the last bastion of racism in American retail and here's how racist this is and how spot on david chang is until i read that headline i didn't even think it was racist that's how ingrained racism is but it's like it totally is it's very racist why is there an ethnic food out that in one aisle is asian mexican and african and they're like enjoy bitch (laughs) it's like these these here's your three things take it these things are could not be more different didn't i already tell you i don't want to talk about race relations anymore and here you are (laughs) pulling up this article um look yeah it's racist actually i read something today that my friend wrote um basically saying like a similar idea he's basically saying like if you are american and you are other you have now a prefix before the american you yep. african-american asian-american hispanic-american he's like but if you say american to a white person that means they're just white yep you never say european Ger- american. german american yeah it doesn't polish ever american that doesn't yeah. ever happen so I say that to say the ethnic aisle is racist. Yep. Yep. Those are my thoughts. I don't have many because I am burnt out. But In many supermarkets, tortillas, soy sauce, and other products connected to Asian and Latin American countries are still often relegated to the ethnic food aisle, a place that David Chang recently called the last bastion of racism that you can still see in full daylight in America. That's wild. 
And to think about soy sauce and tortillas being in the same aisle is also yeah. wild. You could make, what is that? Like, they, There's a place here that has like Korean tacos. That's true. You so can do Korean tacos. Do That's could really tough, actually. But no, for sure, there should. let's abolish the ethnic food aisle. Like, dude, we're American now. Tacos are an American food now. Chinese food is American. If you think about what do you order after you're like having... Let's say you moved apartments, you're fucking tired, you order Chinese food. There's yeah. nothing more American than ordering Chinese food. It's like true. we are ingrained tacos, Chinese food. The, all of this shit is fully American now. It's fully assimilated. Uh, there's no reason for us to be trapped in this section, a part of everything else. This just makes me think of David Chang did not touch on the fact that I still have to go to the ethnic hair care aisle That's to right. get my hair stuff. So what the fuck, people? Why can't I just ha- find it in the hair care aisle? Right. Why can't it be next to the suave and the Pantene? Exactly. And in Others Us, right? We have yeah. to, when you, I go to the grocery store, it's just me, black ladies and Mexican ladies in one <laughs> aisle and then the white people surrounding us in the other <laughs> aisles and we're just looking for our fucking beans and shit. <laughs> just want beans. <laughs> oh man, it's not great. And it is exactly like you said about European Americans. For some reason, pasta is like in an American food aisle. Yeah. That shit's Italian. Yeah, it's just Italian. Sausage? That's just in the regular meat case. That shit's a German. <laughs> the regular meat case. Yeah. They're all in the regular meat case. It's just, you know, it, it is just othering us. And I don't really know how we can... What, do we just get rid of it? Just say, like, food aisle? I don't know what the... Yeah. Well, I guess they could just put, like, beans and right, tortillas. Right, like, because they don't call um the pasta aisle the friggin' Italian <laughs> aisle. <laughs> hey, it's the friggin' Italian aisle over here. You got some parmesan. And it's like a picture of Robert De Niro pursuit. pointing. <laughs> <laughs> some mutts. Watch The Irishman on Netflix. Hey, it's the... Yeah, like, we don't... <laughs> we don't have that. We're getting shut down. We're getting shut it's down. Over. I mean, I blame Drake though. No, it's definitely Drake's, Drake. He popped in. He keeps popping in and doing accents, yeah, and it's, it's not. Really, it's not okay. It's nobody's you know? fault. It's kind of weird that uh, you've been accused of liking young girls, and then you no, produce okay. Euphoria, oh, which is like oh. a show about young girls. I do love so that show. Don't, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice I'm just time. saying, I'm putting it all on Drake's shoulders. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's a great show, though. Uh, shout out to Zendaya and Zendaya's killing it, crushing it. Another is she um, black and Latin? I don't know. She has similar hair to you, which, oh, by the way, I love. I love, love that hair. It's hair. so to me that's normal. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, can we touch on the tweet you had earlier today? <laughs> what was my tweet? Today? The Afro Latin. Oh yeah, we the liberal the, news of it. Ready? What, what like ready? what happened? Here's with this? what's eating me this okay. week. <laughs> <laughs> there are too many white Hispanic people saying that they're Afro Latino. Where? Where are you Afro Latino? Where? That would mean that you are black and Latino to me. But I also already have a problem with Afro Latino. I have a problem with that term because for me it feels like. Um, it feels like people saying, I'm not black like those people. Uh, I'm black like Spanish. Like I'm a better kind of black, which makes me feel gross. I was not a slave. Yeah. And I don't really subscribe to Mm Afro-Latino. I just say I'm black. Yeah. Or I just say I'm mixed because my my dad is is black Cuban. My mom is white Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. Um, But because of genetics, like you are more black presenting. Yeah. And you you are treated how you look. Yeah. You know? 
So that's how I feel. Uh, my friend yeah. calls me spicy black, and I, I appreciate that. You can <laughs> call me spicy yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. I just feel the, like it's it, weird, it, though. You're right because I know Dominican people that are like very black, darker and, than and me. they'll be like, "I'm not black." They're like, uh, "I'm not black. I'm Dominican. I'm, I'm, like, la- oh. I'm Latin." <laughs> but what's the problem? Why, why like, is it seen as like a yeah. dirty word or and a bad that's, thing? That's that's the ingrained racism. Yeah, where you don't even want to be the thing that you 100 percent are to my eyes. Yes, you know. Yes. So that's that's where I stand on that. Okay, I feel very strongly about yeah. that. That's a thing I can talk about for a long time. That seems like a very um, interesting struggle that's happening in the Latin community of because the Latin diaspora is so different, right? You do have European yeah. uh, Latin people who look white, who look mm-hmm. like a regular American, like we we're saying, white person. Just a regular American, <laughs> huh? A, what does that look like, like a, Brian? A beautiful peer. <laughs> um, no, like, Aryan yeah, princess, yeah. yeah. Just like your run-of-the-mill white. <laughs> and then, you know, their last name is like Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, and then you have... Latin people who look Mexican, Latin people who look black. It's there. There's a whole mix in there, and it it does feel weird when the white ones get to pick and choose. Yeah, what they feel like right. being called that day. So I have I have a few. I, I'm thinking of two friends in particular. One is very extremely white passing, super super white passing. Um, but I think she's Spaniard. She's Spaniard and like Italian or something. Yeah, and that's white. Yeah, so white. <laughs> Um, but gets like very offended, can't speak Spanish or anything, but gets very offended if you like take away her Spanish ethnicity. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, really? I mean, <laughs> right. come on. And um, I have another friend who is like, she's like, I guess she's a little tan. Like, you know in what's the funny sun. though? In Europe, Spanish are basically considered black because yeah. they have dark hair. Yeah, she does have dark and hair. And in Ireland, if you're mixed with Spanish blood, they call you black Irish. And that's basically a white guy with just brown hair. Yeah. Like, that's the limit to white people. It's like, whoa, your hair's brown? You're black, bro. (laughs) What are you trying to do? Steal my wallet? Whoa, 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 whoa. It's It's basically, yeah. He has dark hair. That's it. Um, But yeah, this girl is like, I'm Afro-Latina. And I was like, I mean, you're not. You're not. You're like a little tan. And she has like straight hair. Mm -hmm. I feel like. The, the baseline to be Afro-Latina is to have an Afro. Curly hair. That's just the base. Right. That's just the bottom of the face. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I mean, my hair is like, it can get frizzy like your, like it's, it's, oh, oh no. yeah, I know. I know. This is Ariel's hair pod. This is the hair pod. You're listening to Ariel's hair pod. No, the this is a big issue. Control aisle <laughs> in the supermarket. So she's like, when it gets wet, it gets weird. Yeah, she. When uh, I'm in the privacy of my own home. Yeah, I and I just don't feel like arguing with these people. Sure. So I'm just like, you know what? Sure, if that's how you identify. So then I, you came in and you said you identify as Afro Latino. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I do. I feel a strong connection to it. I'm sorry. I identify how I identify. You're transracial. I'm a strong Afro Latina woman okay <laughs> you're so many different things that i did not know you're n- definitely not presenting as one no but, but okay. that's what i feel on the inside okay okay, okay. whoa this will be yeah, massively canceled. edited cancel 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 <laughs> you, you just want to be canceled so we don't <laughs> d- record this anymore i know i hate coming out here oh my god ariel legitimately <laughs> lives in new jersey this, that's do. not a bit that's not a bit uh, at she all. is dir- jersey trash dirty um, jersey and that has nothing to do with her ethnicity it's We're getting all people <laughs> we're getting flagged um okay second news story Del Taco has a line of churro scented essential oils because wellness is everywhere. Uh, so it's funny. Churro scented? Yes, churro. You didn't churro. mention that before. Yeah. Oh, I would f- buy that. I, I know buy because that. 
before we started recording, Ariel was putting on essential oils. Because I'm different now. <laughs> Very I've, Denver. I've been to Colorado. Very this is spiritual. How I, that's how I healed my cancer. Essential oils, <laughs> ginger, garlic, and he stopped eating sugar. And now look at me. And cancer you, and you free. went to uh, prayer conferences I did. with Marianne Williamson. I did. Who you're voting for and fully backing oh as president. Oh, my God. I love her for it. <laughs> love her. Fully it's backed. all about positive energy yeah and that's the issue at hand if you're not thinking positively then like you're gonna die (laughs) that's pretty standard why are you allowing (laughs) negative energy into your mind push it out push it out get your peppermint essential oil get your sandalwood get your um young living is having a sale right now (laughs) (laughs) what what is essential oil this is essential oil from the earth it's oil from the earth and it just like it's almost like aromatherapy type of stuff it just makes you feel I mean, there, pr- there probably is some truth to it, but okay. also, like, it's not going to cure your cancer. Sure, so sure, you're probably sure. like, you can do both. Well, were you mostly putting on because you didn't have time to shower today? Yeah. <laughs> that's number one. Number two, uh, I was ashy. Oh, so that's, that's it's, it's a moisturizer. Right. So my, my line of defense in looking like, if I'm going to look tired, at least I'll be moisturized. Right. Uh, and you I do can. have a glow. Thank you so much. Yeah. 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 You're welcome. Beautiful idiots. <laughs> Beautiful That's idiots. all we are. Don't take anything that you've heard on this podcast yeah. as the truth. I mean, we're problematic, and we wasted your hour. We got yeah, you closer to the end of your work day. We did, and that's all we're trying to do. We don't like we half mean the things that we're saying right. here, but also like, mm. yeah. If SNL ever listens to this because we're up for a job, oh, this true, is true, what true. we were doing. Yeah, our bad. <laughs> um, but we didn't mean it before we get out of here yeah. ariel um you you had to go to chick-fil-a twice okay look this trip i didn't have to do anything i went to chick-fil-a when i was abroad <laughs> 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 abroad in arizona um and okay. it's because there was nothing else here's what happened the west coast is just chick-fil-a well first and foremost i'd like to say as someone who you know was in a cult and loves illuminati loves conspiracy mm-hmm. theories I go to Denver Airport looking for a certain kind of a feeling. It was built by Satan, if people it don't was, know. Yeah, it was built Explain by Satan. Explain the Denver Airport for people um, who don't. For the uninitiated, it's the number one best Illuminati. Like, they do tours at this airport. Did mm-hmm. you know that? Of just, like, different um, conspiracy theories and things that have been going on there. MK they, Ultra. Yeah, yeah. So they did some sort of... Um, like renovation in the 90s and people were like they put up wild paintings yeah the put up wild murals like uh soldiers in gas masks yep, and rounding children. people up it's very it's fucked up yeah and so now they are um renovating it again and i couldn't find any of those paintings Ooh. and i was upset. they're taking them down yeah because the world's about to end. Yeah. The prophecies Ooh, have been. Prophecy. Ooh, have come that's true. a good conspiracy theory, yeah. Brian. That's probably it. Well, but a Lucifer lot of people were saying, like, there. what's happening now is, like, what, what these the paintings, like, putting kids in cages, rounding them up. Wow. That's, like, what those paintings depicted. And if people think we're joking, this is. I grew up going to this airport in Denver. Yeah. These these paintings were like shocking to see as a child. It's not most airports you go to. It's just like a cloud or like and an airplane. And or, yeah. yeah, dude, this was literally the world on fire. Yeah, guys with guns and gas masks rounding kids up. Yes, like it. It was like, why the fuck is this in an airport? Yeah. It doesn't make me feel un not uneasy. So. They, that wasn't there, but Blucifer is still there. The blue the horse giant blue with the horse. devil eyes uh-huh. is still there. Representing um, representing Obama. 
<laughs> Holding Obama's birth certificate. <laughs> oh, so dumb. Yes. So that was still there. So I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. But what was the point? Why was it bring? Oh, because. Chick-fil-A. So I got laid over for six or seven mm-hmm. hours. And the only good food, there was like Cadoba. There was a Jamba Juice. But there was a Chick-fil-A. A shining beacon yes, in the night. Yes, it really was. I was like, what am I going to Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And it was there. There was a long-ass line. And I was like, well, I've got nothing but time. Right. So I go there, and I ask for extra pickles, as I always do with my spicy chicken sandwich. And Ooh, that's what's up. That's my order, too. Know. You already know. And I asked for um, buffalo sauce, as well as honey mustard. That's the guy up. gives me Chick-fil-A sauce, which is not what I asked for. It was tasty, but not what I asked for. And a different sauce. So I just have, like, he gave me a bunch. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, all these extra sauces that I don't need. And then... I sent you a picture the smallest of container. the pickles. So let me tell you what usually happens here. First of all, they say my pleasure. This guy did not. It was not his pleasure. He was not happy to see me. And they give me my pickles in like a separate container, a huge container of just like pickles. It's like someone took a handful of pickles and gave it to me. That's usually what happens at Chick-fil-A. Right. This time it was a shot glass of two pickles. Smaller than a shot glass. Yeah, it was, it it was like. like half a shot glass. The pickles were bent Yeah. because the container was so little. It was an insult. I was hurt by it, and it made me not want to go back to Chick Fil A. I'm just playing. I'm, I'm glad, just playing. I'm just playing. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it was that and not their uh, <laughs> their, their stance, their stance on, gay on the gay community. <laughs> and you, as a gay person, was like, it was, it the, was the, the pickles, pickles is what broke the camel's back. It was the pickles. I know they hate me and want I me know, to not exist. I but know they want to do conversion therapy on me, pickles. but the pickles. Yeah. That's you, where you I know who had a good chicken sandwich when I was. Uh, abroad legit legit abroad in ireland they have this place called supermax which is their mcdonald's station yeah Yeah, basically it's gas station food but they had a good ass fried chicken sandwich yeah because they they probably have better food laws there (laughs) yeah that's probably what it was instead of putting garbage inside of their chicken sandwich it's actual chicken yeah but uh the sandwich was good eight out of ten you know, if they would have given me yeah. more pickles, it would have been a better situation. Uh, sure. But it was very fucking good. Just as good as I remember it. I haven't had Chick-fil-A in quite some time. So me neither. It was and it's a crazy. Treat. As soon as you leave New York, everything's a Chick-fil-A. Yes. It's insane how many there are yeah. on the West Coast. And then you kind of feel like, well, like, I have to eat it now. I don't yeah. have a choice. And also, in New York, it's easy to boycott it because it's not like a thing here. Yeah, there's only one. When you go anywhere else, it's packed. It's like In and Out. The way In and Out yeah. has like this cult around it, yeah. where there's a line out the door all the time. When you see a line at Chick Fil A, it's like, oh, so it's not really canceled. And what am I doing if I join <laughs> the line? I, I, I'm against it, but it's like I'm just one person, and I don't really matter. I'm just gonna get one spicy chicken just sandwich, one just one little spicy chicken sandwich. It's not gonna hurt. Uh, today, someone sent me a message saying of. <laughs> <laughs> of a picture that I took on Instagram of Chick-fil-A and she's like, so I've been listening to your podcast and every episode goes back it to Chick-fil-A. Does. And they're not wrong. We're trying to stop. I I need the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, if the Popeye's chicken sandwich would just come back around, yes. then we wouldn't have to talk about Chick-fil-A. Just come back and let me eat you. Yeah. I and also, like be in an airport. The thing with Chick-fil-A is they're very opportunistic. Yeah, yeah. They, they show up in airports. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're in malls and airports. Yeah. Still closed on Sunday. Right. Madness. But they're all over the place. Popeye, step up to the plate. Step we up to the plate. You. Be open on Sundays the way the Chick-fil-A can't be. You're open on Sundays. You had a chicken sandwich. It's better. It's October. 
This sandwich came out in the summer. And we're still talking we're about We're sitting it. here on October 1st. Guys, come on. Get the, together. The window is open. Don't make me bring my own fucking bun. <laughs> that, that was the worst. <laughs> that, that was so Popeye's. That was so Popeye's. I was like, look, you still want this shit? Bring yeah, your own bun. Bring your own bun. And, uh, at this point, bring your own chicken. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, here's an application. <laughs> <laughs> Apply for a job. <laughs> work here. We need people to work in the back. Yeah. <laughs> That's food oh news, guys. Um, do we have food homework for this week? What's our food uh, homework going to be? I have to try to be keto again. Oh, you're going to go back? Yeah. Okay. Because it's been, I feel very ill. Uh, I feel very sluggish and terrible. You have you have the sugars and the... I got the sugars, baby! And the and the, the bread. I did. It was so it's good. I had donuts you. and cakes and cookies and ice cream and like all the things that I truly love. But this is all wedding food, right? No, this was just me going. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, the wedding. Ha- oh, I didn't you even went talk rogue. about the wedding food. What was the wedding food? They had a barbecue truck. Oh, it was very fucking that's good. Dope. It was a uh, pulled pork, macaroni yeah. and cheese, yeah. uh, uh, cornbread, and coleslaw. And there was a vegan table. <laughs> like, what are they eating? Coleslaw? Because they, <laughs> they was, can't even eat coleslaw. Because there's was. eggs. In oh, it. there's eggs like the mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it Damn, was delicious. that sounds really good. It was very, very that's good. the way to do it. It was very, very good. And it was a small wedding, mm-hmm. white claws barbecue what I else love you it. Yeah, yeah. that's the way to do yeah. it yeah a lot of lizzo it was lizzo whites those kind of white <laughs> people yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay oh it's all yeah. yeah the picture has become clear yeah social justice lizzo yeah yeah that's, yeah. that's a very specific <laughs> white person very specific white. okay so you're gonna go back to um being keto yeah i'm gonna search for this goddamn popeye's chicken sandwich the next time we record this fucker better be out yeah I'm on a journey. We will stop. We journey. we will stop talking about Chick Fil A. I know we keep coming back to we it. We can't help it. And uh, until someone comes out with a better sandwich, this is what I have. to And do. we keep going places that have Chick Fil A. That's not my fault. Yeah, it's not our fault. I mean, what what can we do? I mean, we're just we're just we're people. just two people with a podcast. That's it. Do we want Chick Fil A to exist? No. No. But if it's there, yes, I gotta eat, and I'm not eating Cadoba. What the fuck? Yeah, Cado- come on. Cadoba is worse than Chick Fil A. Cadoba is garbage. I feel like Cadoba is actually the ones that started the conversion therapy thing. It do- and I mean, think it, about think about this. Cadoba as an institution. Yeah, it's white people stealing Mexican cuisine. Yeah, picture that. And appropriating it, mm-hmm. and not giving it the proper. Uh, the proper justice and nope. the proper, you know, yeah. they're not doing anything the right way. Also, what is Cadoba? That's right. not Spanish. Queso sauce? Come on. Yeah. Come on. And they, they, they do it all wrong. At least Chipotle. Cadoba is a knockoff Chipotle, if yeah, we're going to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. Cadoba is where you go if Ch- Chipotle is shut down yeah. because of an E. coli scare. And then you're like, I guess I'll eat Here's this. Here's how bad Cadoba is. Chipotle had an E. coli scare twice, <laughs> and Chipotle's still number one. Yeah. That's if Cadoba couldn't sneak in and become number one during those two opportunities, then I'm sorry for this. I'm man. sorry, Cadoba. <laughs> you're worse than Chick fil A. You are worse. Yeah. Cadoba is always cold. You ever, yes, it's always like lukewarm. More like cold adoba. Yeah, that's, professional comedian Brian. And that's Brian why Mayer. you did not get the TV show with <laughs> Tina Fey and that man. That's right. I'm sorry to this I man. I suck. I literally did that joke to them. I was like, "Hey, you guys heard of Cadoba? It's always cold. More like cold doba." And they were like, "Security? Like, <laughs> he needs to leave." They threw me out like <laughs> Uncle Phil threw out jazz. <laughs> my my feet left the ground. <laughs> And you still thought the phone call was going to be like, we <laughs> want you. We love your energy. I, I flew out the door vertically. 
all that. No, horizontally. See, I'm an idiot. Yeah, beautiful idiot. Beautiful idiot. Horizontally is the way he was thrown out. Oh, Vertically boy. is straight up. Oh, uh, we don't know math. Look, guys, this has been. This has been what's eating <laughs> you. Um, I gotta say thank you to the 15 people that have uh, reviewed the podcast. Oh, That's so been dope. We've been asking you to do it. Please do it. I know you guys are out there. We're getting a lot of messages. Ariel yep. mostly. Um, yep. I get some. Um, <laughs> Ariel gets most of them. Please subscribe to the pod. It helps us out a lot write and review it to the two people who gave us one star uh that's also the curse of having having ariel as yeah, a co-host because yeah, yeah. those are definitely those two are definitely dudes exes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah those are exes. Who are very mad at us <laughs> for no reason don't lump me in if you don't like ariel please do not put a one star review on something that's also mine yeah. go to her other podcast yeah write to that me hate me send yeah. me dms don't, don't it's just so weird that we have 13 five star reviews and two one stars and I oh, think I, I know exactly who those people oh, are. Boy. Scorned lovers. Yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> it has they, to they be, like right? They come to my shows and stuff, too. <laughs> they like sit in the back and they, they mean mug arms you? crossed. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. They mean mug Guys, you. get a life. No. You're listening to the pod and you're giving us one star. Please, I, those two people, I know who you are. You, you can edit your reviews. Oh, yeah. Yes. Guys, I'm reaching out to you right now. Change it. Change your review. Give us give five us stars. Two stars. Give no, us two stars. No. Yeah, I think, well, give us I five. Believe, I believe that they can give us five. Okay. We're talking to you. Look, things don't work out with Ariel. As you can tell, she's very picky. <laughs> 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 this teacher sounded like a great guy. He has a house, and she was like, no. So, <laughs> look, it's, not, a poem. it's not her fault, guys. Okay? Yeah, come on. Don't review Ariel. Review the pod. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm just here. I'm just a vessel. One star relationship, five star podcast. Hey, <laughs> back on the show. Back on the show. <laughs> Tina Bay, are you listening? But thank you so much to the people who have been listening. Yes. And I, we can, uh, I feel it. I think we're on the right trajectory. Yep. We were featured in Vulture. Shouts yep. to Vulture. Shouts that was Vulture. dope. Yep. Um, so, yeah, subscribe, rate, and review. Give us five stars. Tell people about us. I think, you know, this, we've been having fun with it. Um, this is gonna be episode nine. Whoa. That's sick. We're doing it consistently. Crazy. We want to do more. I've had some big time people reach out. You've had. I've had people reach people out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna get bigger and better guests. It's That's gonna right. be dope. Everyone loves food. They like to come on and have a fun time with That's us. True. So, um, this is sincere. We joke a lot on the pod, but it's been dope. The response yeah. has been cool. People like us. Yeah. That's oh, and crazy. we are planning a live show. <gasps> yes. We're going to talk about that oh, right yeah. after this recording. That's so that's that's it, man. That's the episode this week. I'm Brian Yang. Follow me at Brian L. Yang on Instagram, at Brian Yang on Twitter. I'm Ariel Yeti. You can follow me at Ariel underscore comedy on Twitter and Instagram. As always, we're presented by Listening Party, recording inside Canal Street Radio. Follow the crew at Listening Party presents at Canal Street Market. That's it for this week. Ariel's going to go take a shower. I'm going to go search for chicken sandwiches. I got wipes in my bag. I'm good. I'm good. And essential oils? Yeah. Churro flavor? No, not a churro flavor. Oh, God. All right. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.